for me, it's like I find high character, high morals, high values folks, and then help make them become great salespeople. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. Whether you're just getting started in your career or you're looking for advanced strategies and tactics, this podcast is for you. Here's your host, Sangram Vajray. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Fall podcast. I am super pumped, super excited. Today, I have one of my really, really good friends, someone who I learn a lot from, and we have worked together on a couple of different companies, and I'll, I'll tell and share a lot more about it. But please help me welcome Lucas Yoke. Yes. Good, man? Sangram, pleasure being on the show. Uh, good seeing you. I'm excited to uh, watch this podcast take off. Yeah. It's going to be uh, It's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. We have had such a great opportunity to talk to so many people. And one of the things we want to do this is to inspire B2B marketing and salespeople to be just better, right? And learn. And as we grow as a company and as we have seen so many different things, I think one of the things that you have done is actually built an SDR team from ground up. Mm -hmm. So Lucas heads up our SDR team here at Terminus. And I have seen him where he was the only person Mm -hmm. uh, who was also doing and trying to figure things out. And then he started from scratch and, and literally set the tone for what it takes to build an SDR team. In the last two years, I've seen you grow from just personally, professionally, but really more importantly, how you have grown your entire team, like the camaraderie in the team, like the love that people have. And it's something that I've not seen before. So before we dive into all of these things, can you give a little bit of a rundown of your life story and like your experience in the last few years and how you got to be where you're doing today? Yeah. So, I mean, we'll start from the beginning. I was born in New York City. I grew up in South Florida, so spent the majority of my adolescence there. Went to school at the University of Georgia uh, and graduated in 2011. Was working over at Salesforce.com, where you and I met, where I was on three different inside sales teams, helping build those teams, really involved with the training, ramping. And that's what I really fell in love with, developing and coaching folks Mm -hmm. and seeing reps come in brand new and seeing that light bulb go off and then seeing them get more and more confident and light up the dashboard. And ultimately, I wanted to be able to challenge myself to do that from scratch, right? Take all that I had learned from Salesforce and the great training and resources there and the talent that they have and see if you and I could go in this together yeah. and start a new journey at Terminus and build something special, right? right. And that's really been my, my mindset is people first, right? I think the culture and some of the people that we have on the team and their stories of how they got here is something that's up there, the most important and things I'm most proud of from what we've developed with this team. That's awesome, man. So give us a rundown of what this team looks like today. How did you start and where's the size of the team? How is it? Just so everybody gets to know what does it take to build an SDR team. And we'll go into more specifics, but just kind of share what is the size of your team, if they are kind of in different groups and different levels and things like that. So people get to know what an SDR team looks like. Yep. So I started December 2016. There was two or three SDRs on the team, but they were wearing a lot of hats. Amanda, who started as an intern, then was an SDR, is now a successful account executive. She did everything for Terminus, right? So I inherited some folks that had, you know, skills and wearing many hats, but there was no structure and training and program and, and process and workflow. So really what I came in is to understand like, where are we in the market, right? Account-based marketing, right? Which right. now is, is mainstream, <laughs> is huge in B2B, right? You got Brinker and yeah. you and Tyler Lassard and all these folks that are out there in the market. But two and a half years ago, there wasn't that much buzz. So we learned right away that we needed to create an outbound model to get 
ABM to the masses, right? right? To understand what our ideal customer profile was. So started with two SDRs in the team. Today, we have 17 SDRs that are doing outbound prospecting, that yep. are working a list of target accounts that are coming from our incredible marketing team yep. that we're using Bombora, we're using EverString, we're using yep. a lot of different things to tell us that these are good fit accounts. And then we have one inbound rep as well, who's handling our website chat um, and any content download from the website. So that's a little bit of the overview of the team. Uh, we've had six SDRs get promoted to account executive wow. in the time that I've been here. We've had an SDR go SDR to customer success manager. We've had an SDR go SDR to SDR manager. We've had two interns that got started with Terminus, started their careers here that are now doing really well in full-time SDR roles. Yeah. So really a lot of growth and a lot of success. And that's going to come with some stuff that we'll talk about later in terms of investing in our people. That is beautiful, man. I love the setup that you did in terms of what the team looks like and different levels. Sometimes I wonder, like one of the things SDR team does is really, and as a leader on the SDR team, you're really helping people kind of grow and mature for no longer to be in your team. Yeah. Right. And and how do you do that? Because you've built an incredible culture on the team where everybody's just excited to be there. But at the same time, like, you know, you're constantly kind of making them better leaders, not to keep them in your team. Yep. So I'm in essence a college football recruiting coach, right? That's <laughs> creating great talent that comes in raw, developing that talent. And then once those folks really hit their stride, have developed great business acumen and are gonna have a really good propensity to be successful account executives yep. or in other roles in the business, they go on and spread their wings. So yeah. I'm constantly in this like back and forth of like, I got good people coming in. They get really, really good. They get promoted. And then yeah. I got to start all over. Yeah. Um, so it's fun, right? There's a lot of different tenure across the team, which is really neat to see folks kind of stepping up and maturing as they become more senior on the team. And it's also how you have to make sure that your culture remains the same, yeah. right? And the lifeblood of our business is this SDR team, both in terms of pipeline, you know, that becomes revenue for our business, but also people pipeline. And that's something I'm really proud about. We talk a lot about building our brand, yeah. right? Both internally with the deals that we send over to our account executives, how we go about our business, but also externally, how you represent yourself and this team and Terminus in the community here in Atlanta. Right. right. So really, really excited to dive a little deeper into that. So tell us and talk about the hiring process, because yes. one of the things that I think you have mastered that I've not seen many people do is a constant pipeline of people, but also the right kind of people to come in and have the right kind of hustle and muscle mm -hmm. and the attitude around it all that stuff. So walk us through a couple, because some of the people that you've hired, they're not like, you know, typical MarTech people who just, you know, you've hired people who have been in insurance, you've hired people, like all different walks of life. Yeah. What is your thought process and what can you share with people that they can learn when it comes to hiring for this role? Yeah. So that's crucial, right? It starts with getting the right people in the door. For me, what I look for is people that are intrinsically motivated, right? That they have a why when they get up, right? Yeah. To provide a great life for their family, right? To do something that's bigger than themselves people that are naturally curious, right? That yeah. want to learn about other companies and businesses and how they operate and how they're aligned, yeah. right? And then people who are compassionate, right? Yeah. People who, you know, would give you the shirt off their back type of folks that are going right. to help others. That's really, really important. You know, for me, it's like I find high character, high morals, high values folks, and then help make them become great salespeople. And it's kind of nice because it's like we've got like the little giants, right? Like the yeah. Brady Bunch of an SDR team and everyone is so different and comes from such a different background. We've got folks that come from the teaching background, from right. insurance, some that come from selling alcohol distribution, some that come from, <laughs> you name it, right? Wow. 
I think for me, it's like if you've got the right mindset and the right makeup and your heart's in the right place and you're genuinely passionate about the problem we're solving, we can make something really special uh, when you put your mind to it. Yeah, I love that, man. I think one of the greatest things that I've seen on your team is really this idea of one team that you've built, like everybody on the team really, and and they all are at the end of the day competing, right, in some way, shape or form, because they all have a quota and they have to meet that, but they still have this one team culture. And I think it really stems from the leadership that you're bringing on the team. In, in terms of like just giving specific examples of like dedicating resources, and you talk about that quite a bit, is like, hey, I don't want everybody to be doing everything. I want people to be focused. Can you unpack that a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of distractions, right? In an open office setting with yeah. a lot of exciting news that we've been having in the market. But really what I want to understand is like, what are people's God-given abilities? What are they really good at? What part of the role do they have an edge, right? And right. then let's double down on that, right? right? And let's make sure that like, if you're really good on video and you're crushing it through Vidyard, like let's make sure you're sending more videos than the person next to you who maybe doesn't feel as comfortable on video. Right. If you're really good at focusing for an hour and hitting the phones and making, you know, 45, 60 dials in an hour, let's do that. Yeah. If you're incredibly thoughtful and you can write really, really well, like Patrick on our team, like, and you can make marketers just smile just from reading your emails, let's get you to do that, right? Like that's, you know, it's understanding those skills in your reps and leveraging that, not trying to make them perfect at everything initially, but just understanding what are you good at? What are your God-given abilities? And let's make you double down on those. So that's what I would say. The other thing too about the one team, that's something that's real, right? That's not pie in the sky. That's not hypothetical. That's like our spiffs, our competitions are based off the team. Right. We do pod battles, which are based on six or seven different people that are sitting in one pod competing against the other six or seven people in the other pod. It's not a one versus one all the time, but it's more team over self. Yep. We have a great T-shirt that hangs from the rafters in our area that says teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. Anytime two or three SDRs or anybody in the company helps in someone setting up one of those appointments, they go and hit that T-shirt together. Wow. We have our one team company number on the board on one of the whiteboards behind us, and we track the company's number, not just our individual numbers. So our part of our whole, and everyone's really, really prideful of that uh, and working together. And that fosters a real genuine love for what we do and collaboration that you don't normally see. That is fantastic, man. To kind of wrap up, I want to kind of just summarize because I took a bunch of notes as you were talking through it. And I want to summarize like the things that you really, really talked about and and for people to kind of learn from. Number one, I think you really dug on the talent part, right? Mm -hmm. Like do not just hire people just because on paper they look good or if they have the same background and just try to get the same people. As a matter of fact, seems like what you found was diversity was really, really important and you were able to bring them in and mold them based on the culture here. So that was, that was a big, big, idea and a big takeaway from a culture of one team the all the things that you just mentioned that's just super inspiring i hopefully if you're in b2b marketing or sales or even in a b2b company it doesn't even matter if you're marketing sales the idea of making sure that you're looking at the one number as a team as opposed to just looking at your number from just like what are you doing individually every single day is such a big idea and it's not lost on on me personally just watching it or anybody who's listening it that that is something really really core to you so that's phenomenal and the last part which is you you talked a lot about the market needs and market demands Mm -hmm. and making sure that if you are good at video as a person, then let you do videos. Mm -hmm. If you're good at emails, let you do emails. If you're good at direct mail or conversations, then let you do that. 
I don't know if many organizations do that because most organizations kind of say, hey, you know what? We have these number of demos that we need to get. So everybody needs to send these many calls, do these yeah. many calls, do these many emails. And maybe you can unpack the last part a little bit. Yeah, I think it's having a trust and an understanding of your reps. I, you know, I'm in the weeds helping with emails, listening to every call, breaking those down. And when you really understand what your team is good at, there's a level of trust and that comes with a level of autonomy yeah. that you allow them to go and experiment and try different things. I think the other thing too that we haven't mentioned is feedback, right? If you're yeah. building a team from the ground up, you constantly need to ask the team for feedback. You need to be tweaking things, iterating on different things, trying different things, soliciting feedback, you know, and even at the end of our outreach, we have a step where like we just lead with empathy and it's like, hey, listen, we've tried to reach out to you for 30 days, 45 days, whatever it may be. Yep. We haven't gotten a hold of you. We'd love to know what we could have done better. What could right. have resonated with you more? And it's something that even if we don't schedule a meeting, we learn from it. Right. So that's powerful. And marketers love that, right? Yeah. Like, hey, I love videos, but you sent me three videos in three days. That was yeah. too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's something for us to learn from and tweak. And then the other thing too is like making sure you have a dedicated resource that's leading this team. A lot of times when B2B companies start to build an SDR team, they have a sales leader that's leading multiple teams and they may have account executives that roll up to them and SDR and customer success, that's very difficult, yeah. right? Just because this SDR team, for you to really maximize your potential and what's going to come out of this, both yep. in terms of pipeline and people talent, you've really got to have someone that's dedicated to that team that has domain knowledge in that space. Um, and it's going to be there every day because there's going to be a multitude of questions and yeah. scenarios and things that come up the first six or 12 months that you're going to need someone there in the moment to be able to riff and answer and, and tweak on the fly. Right. I love that, man. You know, so to finish this off, you are big on music. I know every single morning, 9 a.m., the whole floor is kind of beaming with like music and getting people together. And you're big on culture and bringing people together and then put a smile on everybody's face every Monday morning, 9 a.m. What's your favorite music? I got a good wider taste, right? Yeah. I like uh, I like stuff like Eye of the Tiger, you know, the Rocky <laughs> Balboa running yeah. up the stairs. I like hip hop. I like a little country. The thing is, I like when people come in, they don't know what they're going to hear, yeah. right? And every person on the team has their own dedicated song. So when they schedule a meeting, <laughs> we play that. I have a sound system that's connected to my laptop. And that's part of what we love, right? And yeah. people want to walk in and hear their music playing. Yeah. And when they schedule a meeting, they look at me and give me a wink and say, play my song. Yeah. Like, that's something that they're really prideful of. And, and they love it. It lets folks show their personalities, yeah. right? And what they enjoy and what they gravitate towards. So the music is, is a big thing and it just gets the energy going and the team really rallies around it. So we love it. All right, Matt. Lucas, thank you so much for being on yes. the show, man. Thank you. Thank you, my man. All right. Excited. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Hold up. 